What's up, everybody? We are back with another episode of 20s and Thriving. This episode is a special one. It marks the first segment in which we have a guest. Joining us today is Christian Matrosino. He has become a big part of the 20s team, and we're happy to have him. Christian, how are you doing today? Um, I'm not doing too bad. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm yesterday right. I know you uh, you moved into a new apartment. How was that? It was different. It was it was it was kind of like like during the process. It was kind of like a like a like a relieving thing for me. You know what I mean? It was like wow, this is like the next start of like the, the next chapter of my life. It it definitely did feel like a weight, like like this relieving. But now I'm back home, like because I can't <laughs> move in for another like month and a half, and like coming back home, like damn, now it kind of just feels heavy again a little bit. Yeah. When was the last time you felt that way? Like a like a new chapter of your life? Was it was it when you were back in college or? Yeah, yeah, for sure. When like that first like moment, you know, like you, you see watch your parents leave, right? And then they're sad. out there, like you watch the car go. It's sad, yeah, it sucks. And then like I, I remember that next moment, like me and my the new the new people I met just went and went to the bookstore or went to grab something to eat. And like you like that even that moment, it was sad, but it was just like, yeah, this is this is been this is it. Yeah. It's funny that you just moved and our whole segment today is actually about living at home with your parents. Christian just recently dropped a new blog post for us, Home Sweet Home, Living with Your Parents in Your 20s. So today we're going to talk a little bit about the positives and negatives of living with your parents in your 20s. I don't want to take credit for this, but super staggering stat within your article that 52% of adults that are between the age of 18 and 29 are now living with their parents. I think I think COVID definitely had to do do a deal with like a large a large part of that like percentage increase because I think like pre COVID it was still like in the forty two percent forty something percent and then when COVID hit it was like jumped to fifty two percent so I think it did hold a lot of people's like career um, progress where they yeah. had to move back with their parents yeah but yeah, yeah. but still yeah, fifty I- it still increased from like the nineties and sixties so. Yeah, it's just it's just crazy, I guess. And and I guess be with life expectancy going up a little bit more, like everything's kind of being pushed back slightly from from where it used to be. But right. let's let's jump into it. Uh, do you want to start with the the positives or the negatives of of living with your parents first? Let's go with the positives. Yeah. Okay, positive. So you talked about uh, home cooked meals, money, and stronger relationships. So I just kind of want to break these these three down. Let's start with home cooked meals. Tell us a little bit, kind of what you were thinking there. When I was in when I was in college, um, I didn't cook that often. Okay, I, cafeteria I, food. I, yeah, cafeteria. Even like even the cafeteria food sucks. So I stopped going after freshman year. But like the the whole <laughs> the whole process of like cooking and like that time how time consuming that can be, um, mm-hmm. just was like not something I enjoyed, and I felt like my time could be better spent elsewhere. And there were definitely moments or definitely times in college where I would go back to my, my apartment and I would like throughout the day, I probably only had like a, like a, maybe like a few, like, like a vegetable, like tray that you get at like a market or something like that. And then they go back for like, you truly what like you go back to the apartment and it's like time for dinner, but it's just like that process of cooking was always like so daunting to me. And I was like, I know I want to get my, like, I can't, I got like three exams tomorrow. No, I want like, so there's definitely moments where, I would go like that day without eating just because that process of literally that process of cooking. Oh yeah. Cause just cause that I was that, that's how much I do not enjoy that, that process of cooking. Like the process well, of did cooking. You, why, why wouldn't you just order food then? <laughs> well, there, 
again, I was a little stingy in my money. I started ordering food once I like got older, but I also didn't have that much money to buy food every night. <laughs> but I know I was just very, I was just very like stubborn in, I guess, in that way. I don't know. Um, but like, that was more my younger version of how I went about it. Not the healthiest of ways. Um, but yeah, moving back home, the home cooked meals, like my dad, my father is a great he's a like chef. He, Uncle he's Danny, shout out to you. You are a chef. Yeah. He he's been cooking ever since he was like however young. Kiara or my sister, uh, uh, she's also very good at cooking and like coming home and like having like home cooked meals and stuff was like really nice. It was it was just like it's like a part of the the enjoyable process that or that process that I can't stand is just not very a passion for me was just like kind of like that fill it filled the void in, in what i wasn't doing what i needed to do for sure so it was like, it, yeah, it was i can't like, say I'll, I'll say from my own experience i definitely don't love cooking uh honestly i've been super lucky that jen has become the cook within our like she does the cooking in our relationship which is great but prior to her actually learning to cook and enjoying cooking our go-to meal was like this entree that I called mush. I know I've told you this before. Splice up some ground beef, throw it in with rice and just like dump hot sauce on it. Maybe add a vegetable and some salsa. And I was like, oh, this is this gets me everything I need. I have a carb, I have a vegetable, and I have I have uh, protein. I was like, this is perfect. So I, I totally understand. Uh, now, luckily, Jen cooks and, and she does a great job and, and, and takes care of it. But uh, I was not a great cook and it was definitely a, a huge chore and something that I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I have to go do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like, even like the home cooked meals, meals with my dad or Kiara, like it, 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 like they're good. Like they're very, like they taste very good. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's just like, that's like huge. Yeah. You get um, to actually enjoy eating, like, which is like, yeah. it's just like, oh, some, I'm just eating to eat because I need mm-hmm. to survive. <laughs> okay. Let's go on to this next one. So, so money, I was on the like contrasting side of, I didn't come home and, and live with my parents right after college. So uh, money was probably something that really I, I, I've struggled with. And I'll say that there are even residual and, and trickle effects to me living in an apartment by myself and 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 not having the ability to save money for for a while because I didn't like come into the world with a lump sum I just kind of was like pushed out and I've always kind of been living paycheck to paycheck yeah um yeah I mean I'm very fortunate and very like privileged where I they didn't where they like they where rent wasn't like something I paid for or like even utilities and stuff like that um they even like going out to eat and dinners i sometimes i'd offer but they're like no put your, your card away or something like that you know what i mean like but like i'm very like i'm privileged that i i know that i'm privileged because of that fact that i didn't have to pay rent and stuff like that and like allowed me to save a lot of money um but i mean your situation was like yeah definitely completely different where i mean it was living that paycheck to paycheck where i didn't have to i I mean, I'm at a pretty good financial spot right now. I feel like, I mean, there's, there's some parts where I'm like, oh, I'm still, I still don't have that much, but that's more of like the pressure in the negative section we'll talk about. Um, but like, yeah, even, but like there, that there's like obviously pros and cons to every situation. Like you were dealing with that, like, um, but it helped you grow like so much as a person probably and helped like, I'm, I haven't experienced that. So that growth of like that aspect you went through, I, I, I don't have that. Yeah. And I think that's just like a good way to look at anything in life where it's, there's positives and negatives to everything. You should always look at the glass half full, right? Like Mm -hmm. 
pull positive out of something that was hard. I, I acknowledge that privilege of not having to pay. And I don't hide the fact that like I've, people like ask, like I'll tell them like straight up, like, yeah, like I don't pay. Like they, they do help with everything, which yeah. I'm like, again, allowed me to be in a good financial position where I'm now able to support myself on my own. Yeah. And now when you go into this new apartment, you don't necessarily have to sit there and feel like, oh my God, am I going to make rent next month? Can I go mm -hmm. out with my friends? Can I do X, Y, and Z? Yeah. Uh, you'll kind of be able to just move a little bit more freely, which is a huge benefit of, of obviously staying at home. The next thing you talked about was building stronger relationships within your family. You mentioned in the article that you had some panic attacks during the summertime and it was something that you were kind of going through some, some different anxieties. You leaned pretty heavily on, on your family to pull out, pull you out of some of that darkness when you were in those moments. But I mean, tell me a little bit more about this. I, I mean, I would imagine, you know, you guys all kind of being home was, was obviously a, a pretty cool thing being at a different stage of your lives completely. Our family was always kind of close and you know that, but we weren't super close where it's like, where no boundaries exist. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was always the type of person that would ignore the problems or the anxieties that I was going through and like internalize that and just shove it and forget, forget I have them, ignore it completely, forget they were even existed. And like, eventually that builds up and sure. it definitely built up like this past summer where I just like couldn't contain it. And I would find myself like, just like full on like body clenching and like uncontrollably like tears, like coming down my face or just like shaking whole body shaking and just like feeling like being like crushed, I guess it's yeah. like, a, it's a, it's a very intense feeling. It was just like, I don't, that was the first like kind of moment in my life that I started going through like stuff like that. Yeah. And um, my sisters both went through that before and they were, they were there each time it happened and they weren't like forcing, like, I'm still like, I was still like kind of stubborn. I'm like, no, I don't want to talk about it. Like, oh no, I'm not going to talk about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, like like I'm, I'm powering through. But... Yeah. Yeah. But like eventually like it was just like kind of overcame me and I just couldn't power through that anymore. And I like, told them like literally everything like stuff like no one no one really knows about me and stuff yeah. like no one knows what I'm personally struggling with and like I still don't go around telling everyone what I'm like like a lot of people don't know exactly what I'm struggling with. like like internally like even in the family like those two like definitely know and de definitely help like now it like it not me it, it like I didn't it, it helped me like kind of like create that space where it's now I talked about it and it's open and like people like it just just like refreshing like we cross that boundary where it's like I you can like be you can be hard just to put like into words yourself and yeah and not necessarily have to put on like a front and yeah I do think that is that is definitely like such a cool part and, in, in the relationship yeah and it allowed me to like be more like aware of the things I was the problems I was ignoring and like internalizing and shoving down and like they don't exist it like now it's like oh like now I, I really got to start addressing these yeah now you actually get I'm, to work on them and get better yeah, and, and yeah and, and kind and, of take steps forward and in, in your life relationships you know whatever areas mm -hmm. you were kind of going yeah through. so like that that whole panic thing was all based on like every like any aspect of my life whether it was like a relationship or living at home with my parents um uh career wise and just yeah so like there were moments where I would come down in the basement in the dark where it's pitch pitch dark and just like kind of just like break down and like 
my, my sister, like Fichas, I remember one time Fichas came down, just sat there and just was just like there. She didn't expect me to say anything. She didn't ask me to say anything. She just sat there. I just waited until, and if I, she was like letting me know, like she was there. I needed to say like something, For sure. but just like that, just like, I don't know. It just, it's just like a totally different like feeling. I, it's like so hard to explain, but we had this saying when I worked in football that bonds are forged through shared adversity. Whenever you face adversities together and like work through those things, I always feel like it just like bonds you and, and makes you guys even stronger. And I, I think, mm-hmm. uh, again, like you being able to be your truest self in front of them and be vulnerable and have those conversations get better. That's of course going to put you guys in like a, a spot of having a stronger relationship. No, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, it definitely like, crossed a boundary where like, we never met like we're never that that really that aspect of like the relationship was never existed before like that yeah and just, i want to i want to mention too as you were going through these moments in time part of the reason that 20s and thriving actually originated was because i was continuing to hear stories not just about you but about my peers that were having similar difficulties within their life feeling fulfilled reaching true happiness like dealing with mental rigors and uh, you know, anxieties within their life. I was like, there has to be a, a stronger solution for this. Like we have to build a community. And it was great that you were able to lean on your sisters, but not everybody has those relationships. So having a community of people that can like lean on one another is, is just really important to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, let's like move to the, the negatives of living with your, with your family uh, within your twenties. Uh, the first one that you, you talked about is, is just having like anxiety and, in, in general so tell me a little bit more about that and and kind of what kind of anxiety were you feeling just like wow i'm sitting here at home i'm back at home after college where i should like after college like i should be somewhere else like it's like that anxiety where you know you should be somewhere else but like something whether whether it's personal financial whatever whatever the reason is it's holding you back and you can't like leave so you can't be you can't like continue that grill just because something's holding you back. It's just like that desire that way. You you like even if like you're there, you know you should be there. You just you're just not. Whatever that whatever holding you back is, it, 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 it that anxiety, it's just anxiety inducing. And then like even at like family functions or whenever you're living at home, it's just like hey, like oh, what are you doing now? It's like oh, like that that like kind of feeling of embarrassment or shame. It's like oh yeah, I'm living with my parents, and they're like. And, oh. and does that kind of bleed into your next point of the pressure too? Because that's where yeah. kind of those, those questions yeah. kind of stem from. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of bleeds into that. Yeah, um, just like the pre- like that. It, the pressure is also anxiety inducing, right? So, like the pressure of like your parents will know everything you are doing and everything you are not doing. Yeah, and will it's almost like you don't why. control your the full yeah. amount of your time. It's like yeah, if I want to like watch TV on the couch for three hours, like nobody's I, I going to tell that. me not to watch. Yeah, TV for but three like hours. <laughs> you're living with your parents, like your parents are noticing that they're like, why aren't you working? What are you doing? Like. You, like this isn't something you're just going to be like doing the rest of your life like it's like yes i know that but like this i just this is what i want to do in this moment <laughs> it's not stopping me from like like going out and like progressing like where i want to get to you know what i mean yeah it's it's interesting because i feel like i've i've felt those those pressures in those moments and in, in in the same way but i guess just like different questions that are that are posed right it's it's not even like the anxiety that you see your peers the same age as you also having careers like even though you like you have to realize like everyone's on their separate path and everything like everyone everything does is just it's just completely different like 
there's just lives are different. No two yeah. situations are the same. Like best friends from undergrad, one's in med school, one's in chiropractic school, right? Like they have like their their future set up. Like they, I didn't have, when I came home, I didn't have like a goal. Like I didn't have like that, my career path set up yet. Um, they did. And it's just like seeing that it's like, wow, like they're continuing with their life. And this, I'm just here kind of trying to figure out who I am still. And that's definitely very anxiety to get because you see all the people like, of pe- like your age, your peers, it's like, should I be there though? Like, is it, is, should I be where they're at? But like, then you have to realize that everyone's time is different. I, I am happy for them, right? Like my that roommates that are like through school, like I'm like, I am very happy for them, honestly. Like, like I think it's awesome that they figured out what they want to do with their life and blah, 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 and stuff like that. But I was just like, I, I felt like I needed to figure out what I wanted to do with mine too at the same time because they were at that position as well. One thing I think, I think to realize and just like having this conversation is like, nobody has it figured out through all phases of their life. So you're looking at your roommates and you're like, oh, they have this like super successful career, but they're probably dealing with anxieties, maybe in their relationships or maybe with their family or health or like X, Y, and Z. So in turn, it kind of goes into this thing I say a lot is like life is not very linear, right? I've seen this like graphic before where there's like a squiggly line and it's like, this is what life actually is versus what people want their life to be. And it's just, just like this perfect straight line and it's it's you know exactly where it's going and the the trajectory and that's just like never the case yeah no i agree okay so to jump into this last piece you talk about a little bit about the old you right i guess versus that like new version of yourself one of the lines and i just wanted to kind of pick it up is like you said when you go back and live with your parents you have to cut parts of yourself in a destructive manner to fit the person that you once were I mean, that's fucking deep. Like that shit hit, hit hard. Yeah. So like when you go off to college or go off to doing whatever you want to do and you're no longer in like the presence necessarily of your parents and you're kind of being more independent, you, you make that like leap and you continually to grow and you continually to like learn things and like independently learn things and stuff like that. So yeah, figure out who like, you are for the first yeah, time without yeah. your parents overseeing yeah, yeah. everything that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like when you go back to live with your parents, um, like you have like 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 the quote says, like you kind of have to cut yourself to fit in the person you once were. It's not like that. It's like that individualistic like type thing that or the individual that you are. You have to it's like the individualistic versus like dependentship. Everyone views like their parents or their parental figures as knowing like everything. They they view them as like this image of perfection. Like for me personally, um, I can't say that everyone views their parent like their parental images. images no, Jen and I but... were actually we went for a walk today, and we just had this discussion. Is like you always, as a child, look at your parents as these like big authority figures that don't make mistakes. Mm-hmm. It's not until you're in your, for me at least, it was until I was in my twenties that you look at your parents and you're like, oh fuck, these people are human. Mm-hmm. Like they make mistakes just like I do. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, especially like as um, like a male, as a as a man, like you may feel the same way, but like you you value your father's like opinion and his like approval of you like so like heavily, and you kind of just want them to know everything. Like you want like well, going back home, it's like you're you kind of like you go back home to search for answers like that your parents that you hope like maybe your parents have or whatever. Like and you kind of have this like inferior relationship with them. Um, to once to the the relationship you had when you were a kid, this inferior relationship where like 
yeah like you're inferior but like now you now someone like that person your your parents or whatever they'll have the answer for what you do not do not know but when you when they do not have when you get to that question where they don't have this answer they don't know any more than you do then then that feeling is is awful right it's, it's like, yeah it diminishes you're like yeah where, what direction do i go from yeah there? it's it's like Jordan Peterson kind of touches that on his on it touches this whole kind of whole subject, which I thought was very interesting on his on one of his videos. I think it's called uh, uh, like being independent of your, your um, parents. And he used like a he used a great example with Pinocchio. When Pinocchio went home, he he went home and found nothing. Right, his father wasn't there. It was abandoned. There was all cobwebs and everything. And he went home wishing to be wishing um, for the way things were in the past he wanted to be under the care of his father dependent on his father for his like the problems he was facing or whatever Mm -hmm. um but his father was no longer at the household he was the house was completely abandoned and it's like in that moment it's like that realize the realization that like the answers you're looking for or the the problems that you're facing are not the answers you're looking for aren't going to be at home right there's going to be a certain point in your life that that dependency that that you move back or that dependency you have on your parents um the the if you pretend that that dependency still exists you'll never fully grow or the human i am in atlanta is completely different from the human i am when i come home and it's not even necessarily on purpose right it's almost like my routines and stacks are built a little bit different so i'm acting a little bit different and i'm throwing a little bit off the spectrum and like my brothers and my parents expect this version of myself that I once was, and now they're getting something in total different. Absolutely. I mean, I, I feel like, I feel like it's kind of harder to, to, since I've been at home for so long for like two, three years now. Right. Um, it's kind of like hard to like who, who, like the person I was at college that like, you know what I mean? That person I grew like that three years of like kind of fitting into the person I once was, it's like, Sometimes like, I don't even remember who the person I was before I cut myself into the person that I to fit like what I once was, if that makes any sense. So yeah. it's just like, yeah, like I had, like you had to fit, like, it's like, it's, it's a weird feeling. It's, it's just not like who you became for sure. It's, it's you, you, like this old aspect of you that you haven't experienced in like so long is now present again because of being home. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah. it's crazy because I have to continue like, it takes so much energy for me to remind myself every time that I'm home, like this is, this is who I am today. And I have to have that conversation with myself. Like you're not short fused. Like you don't have a temper. You don't do X, Y, and Z. Right. It puts you in like a spot of reflection of like, I think it's, it's, it's cool in a way. Cause you, you do get to see how much you actually grew outside the house. And uh, I think for you coming up, this like next chapter in your life, you're going to, you're going to have a ton of learning again in figuring out like, who is this next version of Christian? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited about this next chapter. I, I, I need to, it, I, it's time where I'm financially like able to do it. And for sure, it's just like something I need to do for me right now because I'm not, I'm, I haven't been really, I mean, I can't say I haven't been con- like going on a, like an upward growth, Cause like that anxiety, I was definitely like uh, experiencing or the panic attacks I was where my family was there definitely like opened up like a new, like kind of growth increase in growth that I had, haven't had before. Mm-hmm. So it's not like completely like, yeah, I just come, completely been stable without growth at home, but it's definitely to the point now where it's like, I am not gaining 
anything. I'm not growing as a person right now. Yeah, I so think like that's that new... that's that's and again, like that's anything yeah. in life. That's yeah. that's work. Sometimes you just have to change your environment mm-hmm. to spark new growth, right? It's not like again, life isn't linear and everybody's everybody's life is completely different. I, I wanna make sure that we touch on this in the episode. Living with your parents at home in your twenties is not a bad thing. It's just a, a different type of experience and there's there's positives and negatives with all of this. Mm-hmm. And I think what we really want people to get out of this episode is to take away the positives of it. And as you continue to navigate through your life or through this specific situation and living home with your parents, how do you take that next step if that's what you so so choose to do? We're not saying living with your parents is a totally something like you shouldn't do. It's totally like a bad thing. Like there's like the whole close relationship aspect of living with my, like the, that, the, the knowing like my parents as an adult now and knowing them as an adult and like the relationship that I now gained from living at home is something like I will never change. And like, ne- I will never regret, honestly, like that, that's something like, is like truly, was like truly amazing from being home. Yeah. That is, a, that is something to truly cherish. And also uh, not even just with your parents, but with your sisters as well. Yeah you never would have been able to to break through some of those vulnerabilities that you opened up to with them if it wasn't for living at home. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. I mean, there's, yeah, you've like my sisters definitely helped me open my eyes to different, to see things from like their perspective. Awesome. Well, Christian, I, I really appreciate it. And I just want to make sure that, that we mentioned too, regardless of if you're living with your parents in your 20s, uh, not a negative or positive thing, right? It's just life and your circumstances put you there. And we believe that it's always important to look at the glass half full, right? Take the positive of living with your parents. And as you continue to grow or as you continue to want to take that next step, take that next stride into whatever that chapter is in your life, you can then go ahead and 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 take that. And the experience that you've had living at home can still traject you into further growth down the line. Again, thank you so much for tuning into the episode. Yeah. Also, if you haven't already, go check out the article Christian wrote. It's on this exact topic. It's super dope. He put in a, a lot of sweat equity to it. So uh, drop us some feedback. Let us know what you think. We're always looking to be coached up. And we hope you all have a great week. And we'll see you next time. All right. Thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs>